All right, we'd like to uh, welcome in Kevin Demoff, Chief Operating Officer for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Kevin, thanks for uh, thanks for taking some time and joining the show. My pleasure, guys. Fun night to join on. Well, that, that's what I was actually. That's going to be the first question I ask you. What, what do you look for? It, it is an exciting night, and I think for one night for sports fans um, all across the country, just uh, excited about the NFL in general. But for you specifically. What is when the schedule does come out? What are some of the things that you're looking for? Are there specifics? Just somebody in your role in your position? Yeah, I think from a, a team standpoint, you're always looking for a few things, right? Or when when's your bye week? Uh, when are your prime time games? Some of those cross country trips. Do you have short weeks? Uh, do you have any three game road trips? You're kind of looking for all of the the schedule highlights. I think one thing you come to learn is. When we get to schedule, we always say, oh, it's an easy stretch early or a tough stretch late. We have no idea, you know, how the 16 games are going to play out in terms of, you know, who the opponents are, whether they're good or bad at the time you get them, who the surprise teams are. So I think you're always looking at more of the schedule mechanics uh, around short weeks, long weeks, long trips, you know, and, and certainly primetime games. You know, Kevin, the excitement is here. I could just hear it in your voice how excited you are that the season is approaching. But now getting the actual dates, we knew the teams were already going to be playing or coming to Los Angeles. But now to have those dates and then to know they'll be playing inside of SoFi, just a quick update on the stadium, its progress, and, and, and some of the things now that we know the team's coming, what could we expect? Well, I think the exciting part is when we did the schedule release today, we released it on the video board on the Oculus, on our, our social media and online, and just seeing that board come alive, you know, double-sided 4K with with the information, got you excited, and seeing the progress of the stadium, basically all the seats in, except for a few remaining on the upper deck, all the roof panels are in. You know, it's just amazing, you know, to sit here and think that the stadium, you know, very credibly can host games in, in a couple of months. And I know, you know obviously, been a tough month couple of months for all of us here in Los Angeles, everywhere in the U.S. and around the world. I think there's just a great element of hope knowing that not only did the games, you know, who you're going to play, but the fact is, you know, here we are talking about months away, potentially being at SoFi Stadium, you know, with fans, without fans, our focus is on how do we build a great stadium? This will be great for Los Angeles for the long term. By the way, just a quick reminder, single game suites for the Rams available now. Fans can visit ramsuites.com for more information. Kevin, j- just staying on that for a second, how difficult has that been from a planning perspective? Um, obviously, like you mentioned, it's been such a difficult couple of months. And, and really not being able to look maybe three, four months down the road and not knowing, ha- has it is it kind of just take one step forward because that's really um, – you can't really have control of doing anything further than that. Well, I think it's like everybody else right now. You're you're planning months in ahead, and you know you want things to to stay on time. Uh, and if it changes, we'll we'll have to adjust. I think you saw that with free agency, and you plan one way, it winds up going virtual. You see that with the draft, which was a great success, and I think a great chance to look into people's homes and get a sense of the real lives of a Sean McVay, of a Les Need, and their families. And I think the schedule is the same way. You you hope that we can play it as scheduled, you know, with fans. You believe that you have that opportunity, but if we have to adjust. You know, we'll adjust, and I think this, it is not hard to adjust when football games get played. And in the scheme of of what everybody's going through, if that's a small price we pay, great. But if we can play on time with fans, I think it's a terrific opportunity to show the resiliency of our community. And you know, sports has always brought people together uh, throughout the country in, in times of need. And I hope the NFL season is no different. 
You know, Kevin, you were just talking about the schedule and, and just how excited it is just to look at, you mentioned the primetime games or it's opening it up against Dallas uh, in SoFi. But, but for me, I looked at it in its totality and I said, wow, this is a pretty good schedule, right? You get the eight games, week nine, by week, and you have the eight games after. Other than the primetime games and where you opened up, it, was there anything that really caught your eye when the schedule was released? Well, I think, Kurt, when you look at it, you know, we had requested to stay back east for, for consecutive weeks, either for three of our northeast games or the two Florida games. So right off the bat, you see Philadelphia week two, Buffalo week three, so we'll likely stay on the east coast. You know, in between those games, you know, I think the thing that caught your eye was three out of the final four games at home at SoFi yeah. Stadium, a great chance to go make a playoff push or a division title push as you get into into that realm. You know, obviously you look at the primetime games, I think some of the others, you know, just the amazing home schedule we have in terms of teams. You start with Cowboys, Giants, Bears, Seahawks. I mean, just it's great to see you know those national teams coming to SoFi in this opening year. So I think all of it came to fruition. You know, the first thing, you know, probably I think no Buffalo in December. That was probably the first <laughs> thing I looked for in the schedule this year. So to see that in September. So when I saw all the Northeast games in, in September and October and all the Florida games after November – you thought, okay, we've done something right here. Kevin, did you tell them, no, no, the Arizona um, in January, we'll do Buffalo instead. We'll, we'll go to Buffalo there <laughs> instead. <laughs> I'm sure you were, uh, you were excited about that. J- just staying with the division for a, a quick second, Kevin Demoff, Chief op- Operating Officer for the LA Rams. Um, can you talk a little bit about just how competitive this division has been? Um, obviously, last season, uh, the San Francisco 49ers, the Seattle Seahawks, um, you guys right there on the brink of making the playoffs. And then even the Arizona Cardinals, kind of an up-and-coming team. Um, can you talk just the the challenges and then also the excitement of every week you know that it's going to be a challenge within the division? Yeah, I think, you know, both an excitement and a challenge. When you look at the Seahawks since Pete Carroll's been there, they've been a, a great team consistently year after year. The 49ers, obviously last year, a terrific season coming off the Super Bowl you know, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have done a great job, as you know Jed York has, and you know they're a formidable opponent. Look, they are our biggest rival, and it's been great to see those games go back and forth in prime time the past few years, and to have us go to the Super Bowl and then go to the Super Bowl. That rivalry right now is is probably at its peak, which is great for our fans, and I think for all of the NFL. And certainly, you know, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury put some excitement in Arizona. You know, last year they gave you know they beat the Seahawks, they gave the 49ers a couple of scares. Uh, they were certainly a tough out for us week 17 last year. So I think it's one of those where you look at the division and you say, these are competitive teams. You know, we were, you know, a play here or there away from making the playoffs last year. Now with an extra wild card team, you know, could you see three teams from the NFC West get in? I think you certainly could, you know, when you look at these matchups and these teams. I think that's what makes it exciting for fans to know that every week in our division is important. Every week counts and you're going to see some great games. You know, Kevin, I know this is a difficult offseason in terms of, having to make some additions, but the additions had to come by having some subtractions, right? We won't see Todd Gurley this year, Dante Fowler uh, as well, uh, Clay Matthews, a lot of guys, Eric Weddle retired. It's going to be a different look Rams football team, but you do got some exciting new rookies coming in, drafted well. How would you describe the way this team is looking or kind of forecast it going into 2020? Yeah, I think, Kirk, you know, when we, we started this plan and certainly with the success Sean had, we had a lot of veterans who came to our team, some moves we made. When you look at a, a Clay Matthews and Eric Weddle coming last year to kind of help give us that playoff push, and unfortunately for them and for us, we couldn't get there. But, you know, both of them kind of 
moving on to the next stage of their careers after this season. Obviously, when you lose a player of Todd Gurley, what he meant to this franchise, you know, in terms of the 2017, he was the best player in football. 2018, helping us get to the Super Bowl. You know, 2015, Rookie of the Year. Some great memories for for Todd, and we will miss that. You know, you lose a brand, you trade a Brandon Crooks to Houston. Yeah. You know, you lose a Dante Fowler and Corey Littleton. But I think you're also seeing, you know, the evolution of Sean McVay, both on offense and on defense. You know, in some of those schemes on offense, you know, we still have 2,000-yard receivers returning in Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. You have Josh Reynolds. You draft Van Jefferson. You're deep there. Tyler Higby uh, tied a record for consecutive 100-yard games as a tight end in the NFL last year with only Travis Kelsey. Finished him on the top five. You have that threat along with Gerald Everett, along with Bryson Hopkins. You know, running back, you added Cam Akers, who had a stellar career at Florida State. You still have Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson. You know, and I think if you look back towards the end of last year on offense, the last five games were averaging 30 points a game, moving the ball kind of like you became accustomed to a Sean McVay team. You know, once the offensive line settled in, once we started to use more multiple tight ends, I think that was a great sign and optimistic for the future. And then on defense, you know, I think, Kirk, you can probably talk about this. Our defense was a little bit schizophrenic last year. We had, I think, five games where we held opponents over under 10 points and four games where we gave up 30-plus. <laughs> right. And it was kind of just, you know, you didn't know necessarily what to get week to week this year. A little bit of a different scheme, you know, with Brandon Staley, who comes from the Vic Fangio defense, and you see that change a little bit on our front seven with bigger guys. Ashawn right. Robinson comes in to play alongside Brockers and Donald. You see a Leonard Floyd on the outside with his length. You draft a player like Terrell Lewis with his length and size, similar to Leonard Floyd. You know, you hope to get a Micah Kaiser back to be bigger in the middle. You know, player Traven Howard, who we're really excited about. You know, Kenny Young, some of those new faces at linebacker. And then on the back end, I think this team has real depth. You get John Johnson back to play next to Taylor Rapp, Jalen Ramsey, and some of those young guys at corner, be it Darius Williams, David Long, Troy Hill, who all played meaningfully and well for us last year. I think there's a lot of excitement. They're different names, different faces, but it's a chance to kind of let this group grow together for a few years, and that was always the plan. Kevin Demoff, Chief, uh, Chief Operating Officer for the L.A. Rams, uh, joining the program. By the way, single-game suites for the Rams available right now. Fans can visit ramssuites.com for more information. Um, Kevin, what, what will be more odd? Will it be facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady as the quarterback or facing the New England Patriots and where's Tom, where's Tom Brady? <laughs> You know, I think it'll be more weird to face the Patriots without Tom Brady. Mm. Uh, I just think if you think about what that franchise has had the past 20 years and and Tom being a signature face of the NFL and of that Patriots team, and so I think, you know, facing somebody different from there. And obviously, you know, Tampa Bay with with Brady and Gronkowski, it'll be so (laughs) odd having faced those guys in the Super Bowl two years ago in Patriots uniforms and seeing them, you know, in Raymond James Stadium on Monday Night Football, I think will be – you know, fascinating to, to see from a fan standpoint and a team standpoint, but will be an exciting game for for the league in prime time, and one we'll be looking forward to. Hey, Kevin, when uh, I know it's a long way away, but when that ball's kicked off between the Cowboys and the Rams on Sunday Night Football, can you just describe possibly the emotions that you may have from the path that you came all the way to here to finally get this thing kicked off in SoFi? You know, Kirk, it's a great question, and it's one, you know, when the schedule came out, you know, in any normal year, you'd be thinking, I can't believe, you know, we're a couple of months away from, from opening up this brand-new stadium in Los Angeles. And what a journey it's been, you know, for for anybody who's longed for a football stadium in Southern California. This is, so far, stadium is the first true stadium ever built for the NFL. 
in Los Angeles, in Southern California. I think it's a it's going to be special. I think for everybody who's worked on this project, for Stan, who envisioned building what we believe will be the greatest stadium in the world and the greatest sports and entertainment district in the world here in Los Angeles to bring the Rams back home. I think it will be special for all involved and you know to think about you know when you look at that stadium and the chance for 2020 and, and the meaningful games, but also the future home of the 2022 Super Bowl, the 2028 Olympics, opening and closing ceremonies, college football playoff, the World Cup. Looking at what this stadium is going to hold in major events for Los Angeles in the years moving forward that we know are going to happen, coupled with just the passion for the Rams, for this new stadium, and what it will mean for Los Angeles. I couldn't be more excited. It's a strange time to be thinking you know, about opening something so new, so terrific, you know, bringing people together in a meaningful way, but but we're excited, and we know what the stadium will mean to to Inglewood, to to jobs in the area as we recover from this pandemic and long term for the city. And I couldn't be more proud to have worked on it. Kevin, listen, we we wish you nothing but success, man. We we greatly appreciate you taking the time for the show, and uh, obviously nothing but for uh, nothing but success for this upcoming season as well. My pleasure, guys. Exciting night, and look forward to staying in touch. Thanks, Kevin. All right. All right, that's uh, that's Kevin Demoff right there, Chief uh, Operating Officer for the L.A. Rams.